Hello, and welcome to Podcast Abbreviated, where we break down the best podcasts into short episodes. So you can discover new hosts and new podcasts and simply get to the best stuff faster. Hey everyone, this is Chris. And this is Tim. And in this episode, we're going to talk about Naval's part three, which is how to escape competition using authenticity. So, Tim, the concept of authenticity seems trite. It seems overused, right? Be authentic, be yourself, differentiate. And the problem is, is that it's a powerful concept. Differentiation and authenticity is something that works. So when Naval brings this up in this episode, how does this differ from the baseline authenticity and how is it valuable here in the context of Naval's entire series? What he's saying is to really succeed, to make a lot of money off of what you're doing, you want to do something that you can't be competed with against. You don't want other people to then be pressuring you to lower your prices and increase your quality. And then if you don't, you die, right? Because that is going to lead to low profits, right? Because competition will compete away profits. That's the, the principle here. So he's trying to say, how do you get away from competition? Yeah. The word invention comes to mind. You have to invent something, but I don't like that because Again, you can go back to, I'm not an inventor. That's yeah. not something that I've done in the past and not something I'm prepared to do. But when it is an outgrowth of what you're interested in, what you're motivated to do, all that specific knowledge, which was in the last episode, when it's an outgrowth of that specific knowledge, then it is an invention because it is novel and therefore does not match with what's existing already around it. Yeah, I mean, there's all these businesses out there that are competing with other businesses. He's not saying don't do one of those businesses. He's saying in the way you go about it, lean into the weirdness that makes you you. Don't shy away from your weirdness. Don't try to hide the parts of yourself that you might grow up thinking, oh, there's this weird thing about me and I'm insecure about it. Lean into that because people care a lot less than you think that they do about this. And if anything, it makes you unique. But he makes an other point too. It's not just like be weird to be weird because there's no market for that if it is just that. Like you said, it has to be an outgrowth from a specific knowledge and there has to be a market for that. So yeah, what's an example? I mean, can, can, can you think of any examples of how this might apply maybe in your life or, or that you've seen elsewhere? Yeah. So when you are presenting, you have to understand the topic and then deliver it as organically as possible. Because when you do that, you get attention. You capture people's attention. I think of Jordan Peterson when I think of this. When he stands up there, he's got this you know, Canadian voice and he stutters and he drinks and he has these weird nuances, but he's really trying to get to the bottom of something. And you can see that inside of him. And there's only one Jordan Peterson. There's only one Naval. There's only one of these icons. When you are authentic, when you express yourself, there's only one of you. And that makes you super valuable, particularly if you're in a medium where you're presenting, where you're out there, is that people can get attracted to you as a brand. And in the video, the podcast abbreviated video, which you can check out on podcastabbreviated.com, we end with a scene of three iconoclasts. You see Steve Jobs, you see Elon Musk, you see Google yeah. CEO. Yeah. And he says these people are iconoclasts, right? Steve Jobs was known to have a temper. He would yell at people. He would demand that people had done LSD. And if they hadn't, he would make them march out of the <laughs> room. This is in the book that I just read of his. And, you know, this is very important to him. I mean, what does that say? I mean, you could say, wow, hide from that. Don't do these things. You got to be a button up CEO. But then if Steve Jobs had just followed the path that everyone else had laid out for him, there would be no Apple. Yeah. When you see people who are mentally 
guaranteed by iconoclasts and they try to mimic mm -hmm. the mentor, it does not go well because there's only one of that person. And you can take tips. There's a difference between understanding lessons, understanding tricks and strategies. But if you try to become somebody else, if you try to actually take on the persona of somebody else, it's not going to work. When I think of this concept, I just try to think back to what is it about me that other people can't compete with? What is it that I can do in the world? Like, what are we doing right now? We're trying to abbreviate podcasts. And why is that something that other people can't compete with? Because the way that we approach every episode is going to be based on our own life experience, your educational experience, my experience in media, my desire to talk about certain ideas. And, and we combine this and the way that we go about this, the way we package it, the way we put it out there, this conversation cannot be replicated. Does that mean necessarily it's going to be successful? No, but it does mean that there's not going to be a lot of competition. And when we find the recipe, when we find the thing that is ultra valuable as we discover it, our failure will not be as a result of somebody having done it better than us. Exactly. And like you just said, is it valuable is the question. And once we figure that out, then boom, we've got a unique product and it's meeting what people want and therefore people pay for it. This kind of makes me think of that idea of all media attention is good media attention, whether good or bad, because you want to get noticed or you want your product to get noticed or you want the thing you're selling to get noticed. And the best way to get noticed is to be different, be authentic. And the way that that manifests has to be in building off of your specific knowledge, a belief that you can have a control in the outcome of your own life and that success can come to you. And then you have to find and lean into those things that will not be competed away. And there's something super kind and compassionate about this message that you can offer yourself. You can say, hey, Chris, you can be yourself in your work. And when in all of the career climbing type systems, it seems like you have to mold yourself into what's going to fit in an organization. You have to change yourself. You have to become what they want you to become. But in this message, it's the opposite. Become mm -hmm. who you are and see what manifests and see what you can produce. And as long as what you can produce is fitting that market need, which is coming up next, then it's going to be successful.